0: This episode of Guitar Radio Show is brought to you by Nico's USA Pickups. The quintessential pickup is finally here to capture the essence of the best vintage and modern tones on the planet. We all know there are certain periods that have captivated guitar players because of their cherished tones. Nico's USA Pickups are handmade and designed to deliver just what you're looking for. Made in America. Incorporating period-specific materials for the most discerning guitarist, the tone will easily captivate your ears with an amazing balance of highs, mids, and bass response yielding unprecedented sound and feel. Authentic tones from authentic materials handcrafted in the USA, Nicos USA Pickups. Go to Pickups.com for more information. And we are also brought to you by... With a unique design and construction, DNA Guitars is a clear choice when looking for the all-around guitar. DNA Guitars' recipe for creating perfect instruments is steeped in tradition while looking toward the future. DNA's recessed bridge construction is a five-point contact bridge, a solid brass bridge that is inset into the body, maximizing strength, contact, and string vibration. An incredibly comfortable guitar to play, DNA Guitars molds to your body, and the neck profiles are wonderful to play across. DNA uses an exclusive 100% solderless wiring harness that is designed for guitars with single coil or humbucker setup. Looking for versatility? Look no more. Check out DNA Guitars. Go to dnaguitarcompany.com. Custom guitars handcrafted in the USA. DNA Guitars. Innovation to fuel your inspiration. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 94 of Guitar Radio Show. The show dedicated to all things guitar, dedicated to the guitar player, guitar builder, gear maker, and purveyors of such items that you may not know about, but you should. And today, I know you all know this. You all know this guy. I know it. Today, you get to hear me get schooled by... (laughs) the premier guitar builder probably in the world, right?
1: Yeah.
0: We have Mr. Paul Reed Smith on the show. He was able to spend about a half hour with me and schooled me. <laughs> he, uh, he's brilliant. Folks, uh, go to GuitarRadioShow.com. Uh, after you've heard this episode, um, if you didn't listen to it on the website itself... And you can see and uh, read in the show notes and get links to um, Paul Reed Smith's TED Talks and some other uh, particular videos that I want you to see in regards to um, what he delivers and what he offers, not just in his product, but in the way he educates us, guitar players and tinkerers and other builders, on the intricacies of this instrument that we all love. Um, this is uh, this was a blast for me to do. Um, he's actually uh, offered to come back on the show at some point, and we're going to talk about the history of guitar. And this is going to be a big one, I hope, because we're going to start right from the very beginning and work our way up. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping for that, uh, hopefully in the new year, um, which would be a total blast. Folks, like I said, go to GuitarRadioShow.com, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. You want to reach out to us? GuitarRadioShow at gmail.com or go to the Contact GRS tab at GuitarRadioShow.com. Don't forget about the Nikos USA Pickups giveaway that we are doing um, go to GuitarRadioShow.com, go to the Contact GRS tab, put your information in in there, and then in the box, in the comment box, please write, Give me those pickups, and you're automatically entered to win a set of Southern Heritage Humbuckers. I have them in my Les Paul. I've got lots of sound clips and videos coming your way very soon, both on GuitarRadioShow.com and on YouTube. And, of course, on the Facebook channel page, I should say. So I'm not going to mess around. I'm going to uh, play you a couple of cross-sections, a couple of snippets of an amazing guitar player from right here in Austin, Texas. Everybody knows him and loves him, Mr. Dave Grissom, who is a huge Paul Reed Smith user. And um, nobody makes a Paul Reed Smith sound better. I love the way he plays. He's magical. So we're going to hear a little bit of that, and we're going to get right into the interview. You ready? Guitar Radio Show, (laughs) guitarradioshow.com. Welcome to Guitar Radio Show, Mr. Paul Reed Smith. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on. We are here to talk about the 30th anniversary of Paul Reed Smith Guitars. And you know something, as I was uh, preparing for this and I was thinking about it this morning, um, I realized today that I've learned more and understand more about the reason why a guitar sounds the way it does Because of you
1: Oh that's very sweet You're know. the first person to ever say that I'm sure
0: I'm not uh, Actually I, 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 There's a lot wrong with me But lying ain't one of them <laughs> Now I'm talking about the TED talk. I'm talking about your blogs, your on your your YouTube blogs and everything else that you've got going on. You know, it, it, it's it's you know when you start to really think about it, because I had a guitar made years and years ago. Uh, a friend of mine made out of a slab of mahogany and it hadn't been it hadn't been dried. I mean, this thing was as wet as it was as wet as dripping, and and uh, I realized that guitar sounded like crap, and I kept it. And recently, now this is about 30 years ago, recently I pulled it out and I said, let me hear how this thing sounds. And it sounded a whole lot better. And I was like, why? And then I remembered what you said.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that would have... <laughs> if it's dripping wet and then it's dry, it makes a small difference, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> One of the things that I noticed about what what you do, and, and, and I noticed that it seems that... There is no more important ingredient to a guitar than another. It's all just as important. The nut is as important as the bridge, as the wood, as the pickups, as the wire, every, the tuning machines. Everything is important. It's like holistic guitar building.
1: I never said it
2: that way, but it's very close to true. Very close. I mean, I, I'm positive the jack plate doesn't have as much impact as the bridge, but you're right.
0: So 30 years ago it was actually more than 30 years ago Really Why does a math major from Maryland Drop out of college to build guitars
1: Because I hated math <laughs> I loved the guitar
2: And I was good at the guitar stuff I could see it I understood it I liked it The math stuff gave me a headache <laughs> um, Although I found out Last year That guitar making is pure math Know that so uh, math. My son is a mathematician, and he taught me the following thing. Math is taught three ways: numerically, numerically, algebraically, and graphically. I'm the graphic guy. I can rotate the guitar part in my head in any dimension, in any size, in my head, and look at it. So I'm looking at it as a math problem graphically. I mean, think about it. You're you're trying to figure out how to put a truss rod in. You're rotating the entire drawing in your head. Yeah. for me, that's how it works. I just never, I didn't understand. I didn't carry my father's algebraic uh, gene. I had the graphic gene. And my mm-hmm. father was a mathematician and my mother was a math teacher. So um, I used to have headaches when I was a kid and there was streams of numbers coming into my head. It was a nightmare. It was awful. I hated it. But now I'm starting to understand that that, you know... Like guitar making is pure three to you know three, four, five dimensional math graphically, and now when we are designing them, we're designing them on SolidWorks, uh, you know, graphic where we can draw a neck in in, virtual, in the virtual reality and it
1: comes out exactly the same as we drew it,
0: yeah. See, and that's one of the things that I, I was really intrigued about too is that you, you're it's interesting how I mean I don't know I don't know if there are other builders doing this but I think you were probably one of the guys in the forefront. You're using technology to enhance the future of the guitar, but you you still have your your feet planted in tradition as far as tone and feel.
1: That's true.
0: So it's interesting because a lot of people you know and I know there's purists out there that are like oh my goodness it's on a computer and there's not you know but when you play. But
2: wait a minute! Oh, but that. But
0: there are people that are saying want to that. Do you really write a
2: letter with a mimeograph and carbon paper? <laughs> I don't. Do you really want to go back to that? <laughs> that's not gonna work.
0: No, it certainly I mean, wouldn't. It's a tool to do a job. That's it. It's all it is is it's, it's a tool to do a job. I actually think the brain is digital, but that's another discussion. Yeah, it's a neural net. Well,
2: yeah, and it's either on or off, right? So. Right. That's an
1: interesting thought. Yeah. Um, but
2: look, this whole idea that you use computers, look, I didn't want to use CNC machinery. I was, I, there was a meeting in the bar at the Hilton, at NAM, our trade show, and uh, the people from Music Man sat me down, Sterling Ball, and the other and, and Bob Taylor, and they both sat me down and said, you were going to start using Fidel CNC machinery. I said, oh, I don't know. He said, they both said, you're going to do it. That's the end of it. My literally peers in my business told me to be the last man. You can't be the last man standing. You've got to do this. (laughs) So we went and did.
0: So you're bridging that you're bridging those worlds. That, that we're trying to use modern tools to do old, work, old world work. Yeah. You know I don't know. It, it, yeah. I get
2: it. Yeah, the guitar makes sense to me. It just makes sense to me.
0: I get it. So over the last, it
2: makes sense to you too. It does,
0: absolutely. I mean, um, it's it's my life. <laughs> over the so,
2: over, here's, so here's one for you. Sure. For how good a guitar is Just get out a stopwatch A guitar that rings for 12 seconds Is not as good as a guitar that rings for 45 Yeah Just get a, go to the store And get out a stopwatch And you'll know how good the guitar is I know that's simplistic right. But it's true
0: But then also how it resonates against your body Acoustically, before you plug the thing in
2: Alright, same thing But it's not going to resonate against your body If the string died in 12 seconds
0: That's right, exactly Exactly.
2: So, so they made me, I told this whole story to a clinic in Chicago, and they said, well, get out of and
1: start timing guitars. Oh, my God. They pulled out a 57 Strat, a 58
2: Les Paul, a new Fender, a new Gibson, and some PRSs. Oh, M-G, what a fascinating uh, thing. A lot of heads turning. They had me, they had me, and we got out of stopwatch. It was. I, I survived in living color, but it was interesting. I said, really? It's a theory? Let's test it. Oh, there's a room of 300 people. Are you going to say no? (laughs) I loved it. They also said something else that blew me away. Yeah. They said, Paul, we don't know what a 57 Strat is. We think a 57 Strat's a reissue. We don't know what a 58, 59 Les Paul is. We think it's a reissue. We've never played a, r- a real one. I said, they're hanging on the wall behind me. He says, we not going to touch those. I looked at the owner. I said, they can touch them right. He shook his head and said, no, no, they can't. Uh, it's almost becoming a museum piece. What is normal to me, because I've been going to all these vintage guitars shows and picking up these guitars, because i got a 54 Strat in the office right now, it's not normal to the world. They think... A 54 Strat is a reissue.
1: Yeah. My jaw was on the floor. That's like they think a Stradivarius is a copy. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Hello, McFly, wake up. <laughs> so, over the last 30 years, I mean, there's been uh, definitive moments, I guess, over the last 30 years. Could you... Can you pick out one or two definitive moments that you feel were the in, the game changers for you?
1: Well, obviously when
2: Carlos Santana started playing the guitar, that gave me the right to get a meeting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I mean, obviously Howard Lee and Aldemila and Carlos Santana being the original endorsers of the company, that was game changing. Without those endorsers, I would have never got started. Right. Um, I think John McLaughlin picking up. A PRS recently has been very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Tremonti brought rock guitar back with Carlos Santana. Was smooth and Creed were on a radio. That brought back electric guitar because at that time all the women were playing acoustic guitars and Radio Jewel and everybody else, right? That's right. And I think that changed things back. That was life saving.
0: What about design wise?
2: pushing for no, that, or something new
0: to come. Yeah, that's for sure. I would say I would say for, from my standpoint is the neck design. The this the, the whole idea of of doing that with the computer and the and the feel of the necks. Although all your guitars have their own vibe, they have their own mojo. You know what you're getting when you when you wrap your hands around one of those necks. That's one of the things that I think is is Probably the most—I don't know—to me the most definitive thing.
2: Well, that all came from a combination of old telecasters, old stratocasters, old Les Pauls—all put in a a, and mixed together. It's very interesting. I've gotten my hands on a whole pile of old guitars, and what came out of the Gibson factory and the Fender factory way closer than anybody suspects way closer it was like there was this one neck shape right and the big deviance was uh, was in 1960 Gibson decided to make a wide, thin neck mm-hmm. so uh, do, you, do you want me to go over the results of the of the of the stopwatch test
0: hell yeah go for it 57 strat was about 48 seconds
2: the OLS Paul was about 39 seconds the PRS that I brought was exactly the same 48 seconds as the Strat and the fact that the old Strat lasted longer than the OLS Paul was interesting and all the other guitars we tested that were new but not PRS's were half the time
0: now would you attribute that to scale the fact that one has a tunematic bridge and the other one does not
1: what would you No I, I no no no
0: 48 seconds within a year of its birth. So, you think it was just pure wood resonance?
2: No, you're now you just went across against your own theories.
0: (laughs) What do you think? Oh,
2: it's only the wood resonance. What happened to the nut? What happened to the
0: well? No, that's right, right? So, uh, all the other stuff, mm
2: -hmm. you just went against your own theory. That's not fair.
1: (laughs) How well they glue the nut on, what they make the nut out
2: of,
0: right? So, what do you think? What do you think it was the it was the um, the potpourri? And look,
2: if you put a rubber nut, a rubber bridge, and rubber tuning pegs on it, I guarantee it's going to ring less time, right? It's going
0: to sound like crap. Well, okay, but any variance in between,
1: right? So, I mean, look, we've taken our competitors' guitars apart. We know exactly what they're doing.
2: I can tell you how they're drying their woods I can't tell you physically how they're doing it but I can tell you what the numbers are and how much water's in there I can tell you you know how, what they're making the, their nut materials out of I can tell you how they're gluing them in or not threads in or not bridges materials plating all of it and we're highly aware of what our what our competitors are doing mm-hmm. I, you know you can take somebody's guitar part and find out what they were thinking look Bunny, dead. Uh De Angelico, dead. McCarty dead. Leo dead. But they are alive when you're holding their guitars, they'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you hold those old instruments and they'll tell you what they were thinking if you really look. The father of the guitar. So. <laughs> and I don't mean that irreverently in towards these guys. It's just not here. But I can tell you that you can you can talk to them by holding their instruments. Right. They'll, tell, they'll talk to you. So,
0: but so. Why it's
2: wild. It's really really fascinating stuff. I don't I don't collect old guitars. I just talk. I just get them in here, look at them, figure out we can learn from them, and ship them back.
1: Right. Whatever
2: happened in our industry, why, you, why wouldn't you want to study it?
0: Well, absolutely. well Absolutely. I have a question. What I
2: just, I just sounded like uh, that was just right out of Animal House. Peter Meyer dead.
1: Dead. I was trying to figure out where that. I've heard that before. That came out of that came out of Animal House. One of my favorite scenes. <laughs>
0: double secret probation that's
2: right oh, that was a <laughs> Know that. Oh, there's an R version and
0: a non-R version. I love that. <laughs> oh, man. A good friend of mine who is uh, addicted to your instruments, he has over 10 of them, uh, asked me to ask you this question. He said that, He said to me, he said, You're part scientist, part connoisseur, part chef, and part businessman. How do the worlds collide and or complement each other?
1: Yeah, it what was cool when we were kids is now imitations of that stuff in the store now at a third the price if you convert the money.
2: And if you go into a airport or you go on the street, people are holding a piece of electronic equipment and they're pushing down with their thumbs. Holding a magic guitar on his couch, he's in no pain, and when he puts it away, there's no hangover. It's sophisticated
1: drugs, and he's got ten of them. Yep. Um,
2: tell him thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I never expected anybody to buy more than one. I always wanted to just so you had a guitar, right?
1: <laughs> right. So I, I appreciate all of it, but
2: you're you're right. If those worlds don't collide, this business doesn't survive. Yeah.
1: For sure.
0: Where are those original... T- uh, where's
2: your radio show out of? Where, where, where are you physically
1: located in this country?
0: Austin, Texas. No kidding. Yes, sir. Good for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful place.
1: Music Town. Go to
2: Opies. Call me. For sure. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, I'm listening to the radio. Opies is a extraordinary barbecue place out in Spicewood.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> well next the time the place
2: I ever went where I wanted to go out back, throw up, and do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, they need to install install vomitoriums. Yeah.
2: Boy. And we didn't violate the seven way rule. That was pretty good. <laughs> hey, where where do you so think
1: the river's back full or is it still
2: dry? Oh
0: no, we're we're at eighty four percent full. It's yeah, we're, we're back in action again. The the, the, uh, the lakefront property over at uh, uh, Lake Travis is starting to go up again.
1: <laughs> well, to l- let everybody know, there was a drought in Austin that was devastating oh, to the yeah. point where I drove over a river and it wasn't there.
0: No, it was just sand. Yeah, it, it's been rough, but we, we're back in action now and we're hoping for more uh, more rain over the winter. Well, I think there has to be a change in the music business. First of all, <clears throat> I think I think um, you know the I think the record companies, in many respects, have created uh, and and this has happened for over the last 25 years, has created music that was uh, easy and expensive to produce, and because of that, and it was all, it was all about bottom line. You know, when when I uh, and I'm going to use I'll use someone from back in the day. If 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 it costs you know, five hundred thousand dollars to do a Bon Jovi album, and uh, it costs uh, eight thousand dollars to do a De La Soul album, and uh, you know, and you make the same amount of money at the end, and you don't have to support a tour. What are you going to do? It's about the it's about numbers. It's a numbers game, and I think that's really what what happened. And they created that big old silver spoon and jammed it down everybody's throat. That's my opinion.
2: I have some opinions about it, but I, I, I just wish the the kids
1: that are listening. Well, that's what because this show when is. When you play guitar and, and you get good at it, there's there's just like being in
2: a motorcycle gang. It's just good fun when you're in a band mm-hmm. playing. It's just good fun. Yeah. It's, 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 it, it's the food you can't get at the grocery store, according to Carlos Santana. By the way, I saw a Santana show the other day. He walked up to the mic and says, well, we're
0: not playing the tracks. The crowd roared. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And he sounds every bit as good as he does back in, at Woodstock as he does now. I mean, just amazing. Yeah, I have a question for you. What do you know the location of those twenty guitars that went to the New Orleans Summer NAMM show? Or are they all gone? I don't know.
2: I know where a few of them are. Not many of
0: them. Yeah. Do you have the first ver, uh, version of of the instrument that you're building now? Do you have that the original in your own possession? Uh-huh. Cool. yeah I'm a, I'm a fanatic about tradition and about about um, legacy I think there's something really really special about that um, and i think what what you're doing is is amazing and how you're taking the instrument to another place and still retaining its uh integrity there's a lot of people that aren't doing that and uh, I think that's why you're you're as popular as you are and your brand is as popular as it is Um, Uh, You're being very nice Um, You know
2: Now we sell a guitar Called an S2 Which is made in Maryland For two-fifths the price I mean there's all kinds Of new territory Going on in the guitar industry Just all kinds Of new territory Well look
0: You're being very well, I just had one last question for you, and it's it's, a, it's an off the wall question. Since since you are embracing technology uh, and 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 taking guitar design to the next level, would you ever consider a three D printed guitar?
2: <laughs> sure, why not? you get to sound good,
0: right? I'm dying to know what that would
2: like. do. The problem is that material is real soft. Yeah. I mean, really, you're going to get three D printed material to. Ram-
0: yeah, what 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 would the residents
1: be like to be
2: that? A Musical instrument. Yeah. So I, I didn't invent this thing. I mean, they used to use drums in Africa to talk over, you know, uh, dozens of miles, right? Yeah. I mean, they must have known something about turning force into sound. You hit it, and some unbelievable sound comes out of it.
1: You really think a three D printing guitar? You hit it, and some beautiful sounds going to come out of it? Let's not forget, this is
2: musical instrument land, right? If you can do 3D printing guitars and they sound good, I'm in. You do a 3D printing guitar that's a synthesizer controller, I'm in. Do a 3D printing guitar for somebody to play guitar hero in the basement, and then he wants to play guitar, I'm in. Make a 3D printing guitar that I'm going to send to John McLaughlin, don't think so.
0: (laughs) And that's where the tradition lies.
2: Well, I mean, come on, man. It's John McLaughlin. He's one of the geniuses of our business. You really think I'm going to do that? Hey, John, I got a 3D printing guitar. He's going to go, I got a kid. (laughs) He comes over once in a while. I'll get him started with it. I mean, you know. I mean, come on. John's like, really? I better send him by far the best thing I can build him with a stopwatch, Mm -hmm. much less the
1: next shape. And the bridges and all the other things that you mentioned. Finish and he he
2: uh, has a guitar that's um, the inside cover is new C D link with the skyline of New York for when he fell in love with New York when he was playing there with Miles. Wow. Oh, he's got some Miles Davis stories. O M G.
1: Oh, I'd love to hear that.
2: Hey John. Hey John. It sounds like a mafia talking to them. It's <laughs> great.
1: Sure the is. Right place.
0: Yes, it is. And we get to see uh, a good old David Grissom play here every Tuesday night at the Saxon.
1: Uh, yeah, well, he's,
2: well, last time he was there, I lost, I lost it. He's just, I literally lost it. He was so good. Not lost it, not in terms of like crying or, it was in terms of my body moving around. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very, very good
0: guitar he player. He sure is. He sure is. I love the way he plays.
2: Yeah. Well, You've got Eric Johnson there. You've got all kinds of wonderful guitar players oh, there. Yeah. And, and Wilkes. There's a million good guys there. Yeah.
0: I'm very lucky. Yeah. Well, Mr. Smith, I want to say thank you, thank you so much for being on Guitar Radio Show. No
2: problem. Uh, good
0: luck. Thank you. You as well.
2: Good luck. If you ever, ever want to talk about the history of guitar... Um, starting with you know back
1: from Stradivari through today, I'd,
0: I'd be willing to do that with you. I would love to do that. Let, I will uh, get in touch with uh, Gene and see if we can set something up in the future. Yep. Go watch Elvis on the Jack Parr Show sing "Heartbreak Hotel." It was the day guitar hit TV.
2: Cool. Will do. It just he just explodes. Not him singing Hound Dog to the Dog on Steve Allen. Right. Yeah, but when he sang Heartbreak Hotel on, on Jack Parr, it exploded off the TV set. And that was with Scotty Moore. That was the day bands went from 30 people to three. Yeah. They used to be big bands, and he decided, nah, we're going to do it with three. Watch this.
0: Yeah, Scotty Moore and Bill Black. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Changed our industry. Yeah. Scotty made four guitars. It's all worth talking about.
0: Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. All right.
2: Take good care. I hope your listeners enjoyed how she happened.
0: I'm sure they will. Thank you, sir. i right. okay. see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. My interview with Paul Reed Smith. I just got schooled. <laughs> folks, you can go to prsguitars.com for much, much more about the 30th anniversary. Of Paul Reed Smith and they've got some commemorative uh, models to go with the 30th anniversary absolutely stunning both in look and playability well we got to get out of here but I want to say special thanks to Gene Nooney who helped set up this interview with uh, Paul Uh, thank you thank you thank you thank you to everyone out there listening all 11 countries of you and more from what I'm understanding now Uh, this is fantastic Thank you so much for listening and subscribing I want to say thank you to Nico's USA pickups I want to say thank you to DNA guitars Nico's usa pickups.com go check them out folks they're part of the guitar radio show family and we're happy to have them with us um, I also want to say a special thanks to Adam P hunt he, uh, he does our blogs and he does a great job with them and we're so grateful that he's with us Thank you to Steve Cohn, who is uh, an occasional guest and uh, associate of the show. We want to thank him as well. We got to get out of here in the meantime. Don't forget to keep on playing, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you on the next episode of Guitar Radio Show. Peace. like this crowd
1: already Noras productions